Money, so they say, is the root of all evil today. Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Now, I don't think that that is exactly accurate. And I think if you go to one of the letters of St. Paul, I'm embarrassed, I don't remember which one. I think it's him who says that it is the love of money that's the root of all evil, not money itself. And we can see that, you know, our Lord continuing to vanquish the foe of fallenness, of sin, of death today, and the fact that the chief priests, you know, and the elders who are taking counsel, the same ones that we heard back on Wednesday, not even a week ago, when Judas went to them and said, what shall, I, what shall you give me if I hand him over to you? What did they give him? 30 pieces of silver. What do they decide to do today when they find out what the guards told them? If you remember back to yesterday, back to Saturday night, you know, what happened? We have this, you know, the lightnings are hitting the ground, the angel there, the earthquake. The soldiers are stunned into like a paralytic state, right? The thing about the Roman soldiers, they didn't just fall asleep on the job. I mean, they were good at what they did. As I've heard a lot of times, or especially in reading uh, different commentaries or watching different documentaries about the crucifixion, there's a lot of talk of how they were expert executioners. They knew how to put someone to death. They knew how to do their job as soldiers. And yet, here you have the chief priest doing what? Giving them a large sum of money to say that they were shirking on their responsibilities, that they were falling asleep on the job. That once again, just like they used money to entice Judas to hand him over, of course Judas was already on his way, but it was money that was exchanged hands there. Once again, here we are. The resurrection has happened. What are they going to use to try to stamp out that spark of life, the light that refuses to be overcome by the darkness? Money. They're going to overcome it with money. As I said, I don't think money is the root of all evil today. Sorry to disagree with Pink Floyd, but it's the love of money in our heart. Of course, we need money, right? I mean, uh, you know, we use it like a tool to buy certain things. We earn it, and then we use it on the appropriate things we have. We, of course, set some aside for a rainy day, like today, right? But at the same time, it can't so... You know, dominate our thoughts and dominate our hearts to the point that we treat it like a God. If we do, there is the root of evil. And you can see it in the chief priests trying to dominate things with the money that they have. And this line, I mean, in a way, the irony is so sad when they say that if this gets to the ears of the governor, we'll satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. Well, the thing is, if you know the history of Israel, this is what, in the year around... 33, 35, right? Somewhere around there. Well, in the year 70, the Romans are going to destroy the temple. They may think that, oh, you know, we'll just handle things here. Yeah, it doesn't work when we just try to, you know, buy our way into things or when we're just going to sort of dominate in politics. That all eventually falls away. Where is our ultimate hope? Where is the bedrock of our continuing on, it's in the resurrection. Notice that it's Jesus who's able to say, do not be afraid. After everything he's taken on, after all of the horror that we saw on Friday, what did he do? He got up again. He rose from the dead. 
he continues on. And of course, there's Mary Magdalene, the other Mary, as we meditated on yesterday, fearful and yet overjoyed. We live in a world, of course, that money continues around. We do need to continue to use it. And I'll say, just to, you know, mention to the Finance Council, I know, we'll talk about the fact that even in this crazy time, we have to be concerned here at Sacred Heart about continuing on with the collection, right? But at the same time, it's not the collection that dominates what we do here. Ultimately, what dominates what we do here is the proclamation of the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, of the fact that we have something greater than money to hear from that says, do not be afraid, that we're able to say in the responsorial psalm today, keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. We can never say, keep me safe, O retirement fund, keep me safe, O bank account, keep me safe, O you know, well-paying job, because all of those are uncertain. Are they helpful? Sure, of course. I mean, things fall into their appropriate place. But when something takes the place of God, when it becomes an idol, it will let us down. You can see it in the chief priests who tried to buy their way you know, into Judas's heart, and they succeeded, who bought their way of taking away the honor of those soldiers. When you think about that, we'll say that you fell asleep. Really? They're able to sell their reputation that quickly? And how sad that is, right? Money gets its way right here, but we know what ultimately succeeds in the end. It's truth. And Jesus Christ is the way and the truth and the life. He cannot be kept down. No matter how many different authorities rise up over the ages, it doesn't matter. He is risen from the dead. And so what do we have to do? We have to be like Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. No matter how fearful we may be, we've got to let that joy shine forth in our hearts. We've got to go forward to announce the good news of his resurrection then what will happen? We'll encounter him. We'll get to know him better. We'll be able to embrace him in our prayers every day and hear in the depths of our hearts his words, do not be afraid. How beautiful that is. How good that is. And we know that, that is the truth that keeps us going. My brothers and sisters in Christ, I know that there are a lot of financial worries out there. I get them. I have a finance council meeting coming up on Wednesday afternoon. But at the same time, know this, that what we're here to do is not to keep our money coming, right? We're here to hand on an inheritance of the faith. Do we have to use the tool of money to make it happen? Yes, of course. We got to turn on the lights. We got to pay for the live stream, right? We have to have those things. And where does that come from? Not from everybody building up their bank account, but in being generous in whatever way they can. And how many times I've seen it happen that someone who gave more than they thought that they could at first being totally repaid by our Lord. Because as he said, he will not be outdone in generosity. I know it can kind of sound cavalier at a time like this with all of its uncertainties. Well, so be it. And I'm sorry if I sound cavalier, but I know this, that money, so they say, is the root of all evil today. Don't love the money more than our Lord. Know that as long as we're like those women, clinging to him, listening to his words, do not be afraid, and letting that love shape the way that we treat the tool, the instrument of money. Not as an idol, not as the cure to our fear, but as a mere tool like it is. Then we'll find that peace that our Lord gives. 
will find the encouragement to listen to those words of his, do not be afraid. And they won't sound like some optimistic pie-in-the-sky thing. No, we know that they're rooted in the love of Christ, which overcame sin and death, that we celebrate with great solemnity at this Easter time. So my brothers and sisters in Christ, once again, listen to that phrase, do not be afraid. Love conquers all. Love incarnate Jesus Christ. Stay close to him and continue on. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.